Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci, and this is Weedy Italian News, a weekly podcast about Italy. Today is Thursday, April 6, 2023. What relationship do Italians have with artificial intelligence that exploits statistics to recombine the material used for its training and generate texts, images, songs, and any other content such as chat GPT? According to a newly published study, AI is certainly a trend topic in Italy. 96% of us have heard of it. Italians think that AI systems will improve the quality of life and work, especially in dealing with physical disabilities, energy security, climate change, training and learning. Their deployment, however, will make individuals more shallow and concentrate wealth in the hands of a few, according to this survey. Italians have no illusions about the impact on the number of jobs. We will lose more than we know how to invent. Programmers, accountants and drivers are the most threatened professions. Artisans, cooks, psychologists and social workers, on the other hand, are considered at less risk of replacement. In short, carrying activities that remain a human prerogative, as do the creative arts, while in financial investments machines are already considered more reliable than humans. Among the Italians who said they have used ChatGPT, 38% tend to exploit it as a guide. They ask it for concrete advice for a purchase or an experience that they intend to make. For 27%, it is instead a a sort of evolved Wikipedia. They use it to enrich their work or add extra content. The same percentage for those who use it for fun. Not to be underestimated is its use as a friend psychologist. As many as 14% said they have used ChatGPT to soothe themselves and find emotional comfort. But about this topic, there are two conflicting news stories that are the perfect metaphor to tell about Italy and its contradictions. A couple of weeks ago, Researchers from the Department of Psychology of the Università Cattolica of Milan in Lombardy opened the doors of the laboratories to conduct a public experiment in which, for the first time in the world, a human and a social robot now integrated with ChatGPT talk to each other without the need for the machine to have been previously programmed. The goal behind the perfectly completed experiment was giving a robotic body to the voice of ChatGPT. The robot interacted for more than one hour with humans with a very interesting session of question and answers. A few days after, though, just a few days after, <coughs> the non-governmental Italian authority created to guarantee privacy in our country imposed a temporary block on the processing of personal data of chat GPT users, with the result that the OpenAI company, the startup that created ChatGPT, blocked its success from Italy, which still lasts today. At the moment in the world, ChatGPT is blocked in four countries, Italy, China, Russia and North Korea. And there is no need for me to add more than this. Let's say that the first record I mentioned earlier is more preferable than this one. The last numbers say that Italy's annual inflation rate has dropped to 7.7% this month, down from 9.1% in February. The slowdown of the annual inflation rate was mainly due to the prices of energy products and, to a lesser extent, by the contraction in the prices of processed food. In fact, the price of electricity bills for the typical family will drop by 55.3% starting April 1. (coughs) But the increases of the past months have done a lot of damage. Figure this, between July 2022 and June, June 2023, the typical family will spend uh, 1,267 euros more than in the same period of the years 
2021-2022. Then again, our country continues to lag behind on sources such as wind and solar power. In Italy, in 2022, half of the electricity was produced using gas or other fuels such as oil. 7% through coal, 13% was imported and only 31% comes from renew renewable sources. Looking at the change from 2021, we see that electricity produced from coal has increased, partly due to the war in Ukraine that reduced imports of other sources from Russia. Renewables, on the other hand, have declined. Other official data say that in Italy in February, compared to the previous month, the number of unemployed declined, while the number of employed and inactive, uh, the inactives are those who do not have a job but are not even looking for one, were essentially stable. Growth is observed among men, the self-employed, and all age groups except the one 30, 45, 35 to 49 years old. While there is a decline, in addition to 35 to 49 years old, among women and term employees. <coughs> The employment rate rises to 60.8%. The total unemployment rate is stable at 8%. The youth unemployment rate falls to 22.4%, minus 0.4 points. But talking about jobs, what is the dream job of young Italians? Res recent research says that driving an airplane, writing a book or dancing are the three most dreamed professions around the world by analyzing global data on search engine searches for specific paths to take to do a specific job. What about us? For Italy, in first place is entrepreneur. And we are the only ones along with Luxembourg to make this choice. Now, I am a very small entrepreneur and I joined many other Italian entrepreneurs, many, many more important, much more important and successful than me, of course. In telling you that this happens because those who dream like this do not know well how sometimes doing business in, in, doing business in Italy is a kind of a hell. Between red tapes, little meritocracy, great difficulty due to the lack of infrastructure and adequate formation, and above all, the gigantic bureaucracy. Do you know how much Italian bureaucracy costs each year according to a study just released? The malfunctioning bureaucratic apparatus burdens families and businesses by at least 225 billion euros a year, more than 11 points of GDP every single year. Contributing to these costs are the tortuous and complicated rules of the state administrative machine, non-payment by the public administration, slow civil justice, infrastructure deficits, and waste in healthcare and local public transport. This is an important figure, 225 billion euros a year, that lends itself to comparisons, more than double the tax and social security contribution evasion present in Italy, which is estimated at around 100 billion euros a year. <coughs> Almost double our country's healthcare spending, 131.7 billion for 2023, and slightly less than the resources our country will have to spend by 2026 under the European Recovery Plan, 235 billion. In the sample survey conducted earlier this year about bureaucracy, Italy ranks only 23rd at the European level for the quality offered by public services. Among the 27 EU countries compared, only Romania, Portugal, Greece and Bulgaria have a worse result than ours. Perhaps it is not such a dream, unfortunately, after all, to be an entrepreneur in Italy, for those who understand what it means. But 
it's good news that young Italians have this dream. They give us hope that in the future, hopefully, they will be able to fight and defeat this bureaucratic monster that penalizes us today, every day. On the other hand, in 2022, Italy was 11th in the world with 4,864 inventions in the ranking of international patents filed at the European Patent Office. Globally, Italy generates 2.5% of new patents, when in first place is the United States with 25% of the total. In 2022, Italy filed about 100 fewer patient patents than in 2021, a record year for us, but the drop comes after seven years of continuous growth. Other European countries dropped a lot in the pandemic years, while Italy continued to grow. If we compare Italy's performance over the last 10 years, Italy, Italian growth was 31%. The sectors leading Italian innovation are the classic drivers of the economy, packaging, mechanics and pharmaceuticals. At the, and at the, the territorial level, Lombardy, Emilia Romagna and Veneto lead the way. In the south, Campania grew, Campania grew 20%, but the region that grew the most in 2022 was Umbria with plus 82%. Now, talking about made in Italy, there are seven Italian companies in, in the Rap Trap Companies ranking of the 100 with the best reputation in the world. Among the Italians, the first is Ferrari, which gains uh, 13th place of overall, followed by Pirelli, which is 15th, leads its division and gains several positions compared to previous years. <clears throat> in food, Ferrero maintains its leadership, taking 13th place in the overall ranking. In 33rd, however, is Barilla, which owes its position mainly to its excellent performance abroad, where it continues to be considered the symbol of Italian pasta. Barilla is also the 10th most popular brand, brand among Generation Z, as well as the only Italian one, an age group that is otherwise more sensitive to the appeal of tech and innovation. Also in food, Lavazza stands out too in 44th place in the overall ranking. A few positions later, representing the excellence of fashion made in Italy, is Giorgio Armani, 47th. In 99th is Prada, which has been in the global rap track 100 for only two years. Looking at a data by age group, Ferrari is the only Italian brand in the top 10 among millennials and Generation X among baby boomers. On the other hand, the most popular Italian is Barilla, which takes fourth place, followed by Ferrero in ninth place, while for the over 65s, the Italian company with the best reputation is Pirelli. Now, let's work all together so that we the Italians will be soon in the top three in the world. I'm just joking, don't worry. I'm just joking. Now, it's all for now, it's all for today. I'm gonna wish you happy Easter. Please stay safe and take care. I'll see you next Thursday. Ciao from Rome.